Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of an exclusive streaming TV show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week, we watched Lock and Key on Netflix. What'd you think? But I usually ask you that. Yeah, I know. I'd rather we like subvert expectations a little bit, like every once in a while, like you keep people on their toes. Oh, okay. I liked it. What'd you think? I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Oh, well, you were a fan of the graphic novel. Is that correct? That is very correct. It is a very, like, it's it's a very good horror story. The graphic novel is. The show is a halfway decent horror story with, with like, a lot of teenage bullshit thrown in that I don't remember being in the comic book. Cool. Well, thanks for listening to episode one. Well, let's let's go. You can stretch this out to 30 minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll just slow <laughs> just it. Slow it way down. <laughs> and include all the bits where Huckleberry is, is like fucking around and yeah. Yeah, you'd almost have to. Yeah. Okay. I've got some questions about the show. Sure. I've got ill informed answers. Alright. What the fuck is my first question? Okay. Just like what the fuck? Okay. The answer is the fuck is a key that you put into your butt, and it like makes you really good at sex. <laughs> Question is number that two: one of the keys. If the fuck is it? That, that's what I'm saying. You said what the fuck? Uh huh. The fuck is a key that you put in your butt, and it makes you good at at sex and stuff. <laughs> All right. Um. Did Did you have a, a specific like what the fuck specifically? I'm surprised that you liked it, and that your primary question is what the fuck. Here's what I'm. Here's the main thing I'm not getting. Well, how is this family famous? They they are going into a small town. The house is famous. Like the lock house is like one of the oldest standing houses in the city. Probably the oldest standing as far as I remember. This family is moving in and I'm sure gossip got around that the father who was a part of the lock family that like was brutally murdered. Okay. So they're not like. They're not famous independent of being murdered. And having ownership of a very old house. Okay. It's just this very small town. It's a very small town, so everybody knows what they're bringing. Got it. So in this world, is the lock house a famous house for, like, paranormal investigators? Or does it have any sort of renown? Like, why is Randall Locke's student so obsessed with it? How'd that happen? That is plot. That will come later, I would assume. Got it. So that that kid is... So that is part of the, the comic book series. That kid is very ill. And he was being talked to, um, which we find out at the tail end of this episode. He was being talked to by Echo somehow. Um, I think it will have to do with a key that I don't know that has been found yet or discussed. There's lots of keys. Yeah, there's like seven of them. Yep. I think that's my question. That's my biggest question. I th- if if I remember correctly, and and this is partially based off watching the show and partially based on like memories from a comic book that I read six seven years ago. Echo is trying to get that kid to bring Randall Locke back to the house. I don't remember why, and so that kid keeps talking to him about. The house, um, though, if I remember correctly, now that I'm thinking about it in the comic book, that like we don't find out that he was talking to Echo until way later, and like a couple books in. If I remember correctly, in the comic books, the reason he killed 
Randall is because he had asked his school counselor, Randall, to give him a letter of recommendation to a college, and he told him he was worried about his mental health. I see. Is Echo evil or Echo, good? Echo's no good. No Echo good. is no good. Um, they don't do a great job, and may, I think they're probably trying to make it not so... Because in the comic books, I don't think we see Echo until, again, way later. Or we only see her eyes or something like that for quite some time. And we don't get a great sense of what she's all about until a couple books in. And then that's, I think, where the connection between her and the kid comes out. And But I think that was pretty obvious from the show, at least towards the tail end, when she tried to get What's-His-Face Bodhi to bring his mom into the mirror key thing, which turned out to just be a fucking prison. Okay, let's break down the plot of this. Sure. Go ahead. So the Locke family are moving to this new house, the Locke house. Um, it's a mom and three kids, one of two of whom are in high school, the others in elementary school. And they're leaving their home in Seattle to move to Maine to this Locke house to get away from the house where their father was murdered in. Um, and also, I think to fix up this house because this is a very old house. It would be worth a lot of money if it weren't also haunted by weird demons and fucked up keys and stuff. And it's them moving to this house and the kid fairly quickly finding some keys that were in this house. And those keys all do really weird stuff. Hence the lock house and lock and key. Oh, I get it. But, but like, do you get it though? Yeah. Like, like it's like a key goes a into key. a lock. Yeah. But like lock is spelled with an E at the end. So like I, some people might not get it because you're thinking like lock, like the, is he a philosopher or like the character from lost? Yeah. But it's not them. It's, it's like a, like a, like a, lock that you put a key in got it okay okay that makes sense at the very beginning of the episode some guy gets a telephone call yeah he's like what randall lock is dead i know what to do and then stabs himself in the heart with a key which is which causes him to combust yeah the whole house well him first and then it sets the house on fire it's like he he burns from the inside and then yeah I don't remember that being in the comic book at all. That's got to be one of the seven keys. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember. I, like, there's there's key that takes you anywhere. I think they call it the anywhere key. Um, there's key that turns or takes you into a mirror prison. Mm-hmm. Mirror prison key. Yep. Um, fire heart key. Apparently, fire heart key. There's Earth the fuck key. the fuck key. Yep. Um, Wind key. Yep. Um, water key. Uh huh. Um, and monkey by their powers combined. You get a fucked up demon that wants to destroy the house. Why not just let it destroy the house? Is that all at once? No, I, I don't. It's no, it wants out and it wants to let a lot of bad things out. A lot of very bad things out. If I remember correctly. Oh, okay. But we don't know anything about its motives here other than it wanted out of this. Well, yeah, which it managed to get out. I couldn't, because that door was locked, it couldn't leave, even though it obviously could have fit. Um, it needed to be let out, and so when Bodhi brought it, the Anywhere key, he just, like, let all hell break loose. Got it. Because, dude, if I had a house, yeah, and a demon wanted to destroy the house and that's all it wanted, yeah, I might just be like, alright, just go ahead and destroy the house. It's all yours, man. Yep, yep. all right. yours. Doesn't I, that happen in Poltergeist? Yes. Um, I think that... Just for anybody that's thinking of allowing that to happen to their house, just a thing to think about. 
maybe get house insurance that's cover that covers demon like eating beforehand. Oh, it's a pre-existing condition at that point, though. I don't think you can do that. That's yeah. insurance fraud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better get demon insurance right now. Before your house is... Yeah, you, you're just going to have to carry that with you. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Fair point. Exactly. I thought this show was going to be animated. Maybe it's just because it was a comic book. I thought that. I knew it was live action going in, but... Has the comic book concluded? Yeah, it's done. It was like seven seven books, and it's it's long done. It's not. They're not going to Games of Thrones this Thrones this thing. Uh, I doubt it. Unless the show, unless the show became a massive hit, and even, like I doubt that. I, the fact that they're trying to like, I thought that this was going to be a show that was like one season was a book, and it's definitely not. They've already flown through. Like they figured out what three of these keys done because that demon just straight up tells them, which was like my least favorite part about it. Was just like, by the way, here's specifically what this key does. Specifically what it looks like. Why would Randall give his daughter one of the keys in the bracelet form? Because it's the best key, I guess. Which I don't know. key was it? It was the Anywhere key. Okay. So he just gives it to his daughter, a child? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she was like she was like five when he gave it to her. <laughs> also, you have to have been or seen the place where you want the Anywhere key to go to? Apparently. I don't remember that restriction, but sure. That's lame. Is it? Yeah. How am I going to convince the manager of the bank to let me see inside the vault? Um, get a safe deposit box in there. Uh huh. And like, get your get your stuff like like they do in the movies. Let they'll, they'll let you into the vault just like unaccompanied, and then you're just there now. Or something's. Are you tapping? Something? I accidentally kicked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or. Get a safe deposit box and put a door in the safe deposit box. Whoa, dude. Yeah. But then you'd come out like this big, like two inches big. Yeah, that's you're going to need to be that big to fit out through the, the key slot. So, and so now you're just smuggling money out of the bank one bill at a time. Yeah, but when you take them back to your house, they're en- enormous because they stay scaled to you. So they're worth like ten times as much. Yes, that's how bills work. The bigger they are, the more they're worth. Right, because like the one is smaller than a five. Yeah, and sure. Five is worth more. Yeah, and a hundred dollar bill is like a poster sized. Right. Yeah. Oh, I meant I didn't mean like physically. Oh, I'm talking physically. Like you walk into that door and you're small. You take a bill that's the size of your body and you walk back out through that door. That bill is now the size of your body. Okay, so bills aren't where it's at. You got to get like. Some gold. Diamonds. Diamonds and gold. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So episode two. (laughs) I think we just did episode two. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm just saying that so that you can cut that and put it at the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) I've been listening to uh, Story Break, which is the podcast by the Dungeons and Daddies guys. Okay. Because they're like screenwriters. So basically what they do is take a premise and they have an hour to like flesh out the premise. Okay. And so they liked one of the ideas so much that they're doing it scene by scene and writing the entire movie now. And it's called Heaven Heist. It's really ridiculous and funny. Delightful. That's maximum fun. Anyway, enough about other podcasts. And podcast networks that won't answer our emails. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just feel like maybe they would if the podcast were better. I mean, I feel like a lot of things would maybe go smoother if the podcast were better. Like just our personal lives? Yeah, just like personal lives. Everything. Our significant others would believe in us. Yeah, everything would be better. This is the only thing that's holding us back. Personally. <laughs> spiritually. Yeah. Sexually. Yeah. I don't believe in God anymore. <laughs> and I can't get it up. <laughs> is, this the, is this the new hostage? It's no longer it's no longer the little baby podcast that it's going to kill. It's it's, it's our erections. Neat. This is a gross thing that we've said. The magic of editing. <laughs> I either cut out the gags that don't work or just put a uproarious laugh track in it. There you go. There you go. Yep. Okay. Where were we? We were talking about keys and houses and demons. Got it. Yeah. So, my next note. The games those children play in the car. Here are their options. I saw a monster. Wackabody. Which, is Wackabody them just beating up their little brother? I would think so, except that he's the one that requested it. He was yeah, the one that suggested, he suggested it. it. And they're like, no Wackabody in the car. We don't want to get Bodhi's blood everywhere. What? So, so asking the good questions, What what is Wackabody then? Because we, we see them quote-unquote playing wackabody later but earlier in the past in the house where their father dies right and she's like running around like it's hide and seek how are they planning on playing that in the car because i think okay let's just come up with what wackabody is okay so bodhi is hiding from being beaten up yeah in the in the earlier in the car he has nowhere to hide so basically he's just volunteering to just get beat up or maybe there's like uh, challenge like if he messes up the challenge, then he gets uh punched, and then um, he's a very punchable kid. Yeah, then he can try to run away. Yeah, I mean that's as good a guess as any. Like it kind of seemed like Calvin Ball. They just call like any game that they're making up in the moment Wackabody. Yeah, because at the end of it, they just punch him. Right. These these are some very dour kids. I think. I don't know if it's because their dad just died or if they were always this, like, really serious, like... Yeah. We're going to play a lively debate um, where one of us picks a side on a uh, contentious <laughs> argument and uh, we, we will respectfully uh, give our opinions and uh, mom will decide who's the winner. Right. Like, Serious Questions isn't a fun game because no. you're not even allowed to play. Like... Like, if you try to do a goof during this game, you get called out on... This game is called Serious Questions. We must be serious about this. Mm -hmm. How is that a fun game? Again, I don't think they're trying to have fun. I think they're just trying to forget that their father just died. Okay. (laughs) I mean... By playing a game called Serious Questions. Yeah, where they ask their mom all sorts of questions about their father's death. Right. How do you think I saw a monster works? I have no idea. I bet we find out, because he's definitely going to see some monsters. Yeah. Well, you read the comic book. Do they not have those? Or do you none, of, none of these games sound familiar. The serious question thing, I think, was a thing. Like, it was like a, a, a family thing. Like, no, like, 
serious question, like time, but not like a game. It was just them telling each other, like, no, I, I really am asking for your help here, sort of thing. Huh. Uh, I guess serious questions could be fun for the person asking the question if they're really looking for, like, some control. You know how it's or, fun to, like, control the situation? Yeah. Or like and the other person and their responses. Yeah. Or they're, like, really into knowledge, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my next note is just, okay, Ooh, I'm going to segue this serious question. Mm-hmm. What's your best memory of a lemon? I have the same question written down. <laughs> my fondest memory of a lemon of a lemon. Mm-hmm. Was, and this is 100% legit, and it just came to me when you asked me that question. When I was in college, my freshman year in college, I was a graphic des- graphic design major. And one of the things, one of the projects, like one of the classes I took had me do was like, you you took an object or whatever, and um, you broke it you manipulate it whatever and you draw the various components you drawed you drew the various components of it and the object i picked quite stupidly was a lemon and i say quite stupidly because that thing rotted very quickly and it was just in my art bag for like weeks when i stopped going to class and then i went to class and i was like what the fuck is that smell and i realized it's this very rotten lemon that no longer even resembles a lemon so even if i drew it super well you wouldn't know that i had done a super good job about it cool yeah what about you? Um, do you know what super fruit is? It's the fruit that binds to the receptacles in your tongue for a period of time. So, so it's that, like a pill or what? They've got it in a pill form, I think. Right. So that you taste really sour things as sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably doing that. Just like experimenting with super fruit with my friends. One thing that you have to be careful with that is that you can burn yourself on citric acid if you're not fair. Yeah. But that was fun. Have you, you've never done that? Hmm. Um, I have a question, um, about your high school experience because a significant portion of the show thus far focused on them going to school for the first day. Okay. How horny did very trauma make people in your school? Oh, on a scale from like, Horny to like very horny. My my point here is this this school was very horny for trauma. Like yeah, I know your point. I'm just trying to trying to think of the most traumatic thing that happened in my high school. Okay, um, this, this wasn't a moment for like serious trauma discussions. So if you want to like reel it back and like do a goof or just come along the journey with me, that this school is really fucked up. Okay, either ask, way, ask me the question again. How? Horny was were the people in your school for trauma? Everybody in my school was horny for everything all the time. Fair, fair point. Yes, yeah. So at one point during the show, wait, I've got a question though. Yeah, would you have murdered your dad if you knew it would get you laid? So this is the part of the show that my dad listens to. And this is where I say no. 
I but, love my dad. I wouldn't do that thing. But you're winking and nodding. But here's the part of the show that my dad would definitely turn off. Turn it off right now, dad. Tur- turn turn the show off. I-, I know you're still listening, dad. Turn it off. Okay, he's gone. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you can start listening again. Uh, what's your dad's name? Nick. Nick. We've got like two Nicks that listen. To- Does that other Nick still listen to us? I haven't heard from him about it, so probably not. Okay, hold on, Nick. Either Nick, let let us know if you're still listening at this point. Yeah, either Nick, <laughs> let us know if you're still listening and if you're doing it from Zimbabwe. Um, was that kid a little old to be playing with GI Joes and clomping onto his uncle's leg? Maybe no. not the G.I. Joe's, but the well, clomping onto his uncle's leg. That seemed age appropriate. He's I mean, he's like seven, eight, something right. like that. What was the deal with that other kid of the G.I. Joe? Um, he's mentally handicapped in some way. Or differently abled in some way. I'm not sure what I, if I remember correctly, he does play into the story later. Actually, I do remember he definitely plays into the story later. I don't know that it's gonna be this season because I seem to recall it was like way later in the show or in the comic book series but they're playing wibbly wobbly with this time thread so who knows got it you got any what's your next note i don't know that i have any broad notes oh dude how about this one okay when the older brother what's his name um i didn't write it down i only wrote down bodie bodie is the young one kinsey is the girl girl and then, uh, we'll call him Hockey Boy. Hockey Boy, because he had to try out for hockey over lunch. Uh, Were the tryouts for hockey during lunchtime? Also, they they moved to this school with how many days of school did she say she had left? One hundred and eighty. Hundred? No, I think it was like one hundred and ten. Okay. something. So it was like mid school year. I. It seemed a little late in the year for them to be doing hockey tryouts. Yeah. But anyway. So Hockey Boy. What about Hockey Boy? Does he not know how to use a lighter? He tried for like 10 minutes to light a cigarette and couldn't get the lighter to light. I don't remember that at all, but hold on. Let's chop that. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. That was so weird. Run with that. I think that's I think that's just <laughs> I think that's just him. I think that's them characterizing him as somebody who's previously been uh, a, a very good boy who has never smoked before, and now, now he smokes. Now he smokes because he's a badass, and his dad's dead. He doesn't play by enemy's rules. Yeah, not even his own. Yeah, I make the rules and then I break the rules. Mm-hmm. But then I make the rules again because that's breaking the rules of having broken the rules. Right. My rules always break the rules, so I follow all the rules I wrote. Because I'm breaking that one. Yeah, but I don't, don't write down no rules because I don't play by anyone's rules. That's right. Uh, do you know what the Winchester house is? No, I do not. The Winchester house is a house owned by, I think she was the widow of the guy who invented the Winchester rifle. And they had a whole bunch of money and she was haunted by how that money was made. So... Winchester rifles killed a whole lot of people and stuff like that. So she went a little nuts and felt like she was being haunted by the ghosts of all the people that have been killed by Winchesters. Mm -hmm. And the only way that she could uh, 
confuse the ghosts was to keep building on her house. So she had construction happening on her house 24-7. It never stopped until she died. And so it's like, uh, it's like stairways leading up to nothing. Just like rooms there for a room's sake and all that type of stuff. It's supposed to be really interesting to visit. Hmm. And apparently she paid everybody like three times like this a standard wage to do this. So that was a pretty cushy gig to get to. Yeah, that sounds like a dope gig. Yeah. Like I just get to spend like the next week building a staircase to nowhere. I'm yep. getting paid triple my rate. Yep. Yes, please. Yep, exactly. Uh, the key house reminded me of the Winchester house because I thought it was going to be some sort of famous weird house, but I guess it's not. Uh, no, no. I mean, there's, there's weirdness abound and I think there will be more weirdness in the show. Like they, they, I feel like they jumped the gun on some of these keys and describing like the particulars of them, but there are some really trippy, weird keys that I'm interested to see what they do. Give me an example. There is a key that, um, you can put into the back of your head and then you can outside of yourself see inside your brain and like see your thoughts. Why would I need that? Uh, well, you can also do it to other people. So if I like, uh, I, I don't remember why it's not a need thing. Like these are all just like super weird, trippy things. There's one of them that turns you into a ghost. Like your body drops dead and you are a ghost as you walk through that door. Okay. I get that one. But why do you No, 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 You don't get to just say that you get that one. Why do you need that one? Um, I don't know that you need that one, but I meant by why do I need one to see my own thoughts? Is I already know what my own thoughts are. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't remember the particulars of why they did it to themselves. Just that it was weird that, like, so in the comic book, you're, like, literally seeing inside their head, but there's, like, all sorts of weird, trippy shit going on in there. Um, and the person who's got the key in them is also, like, looking in at their own brain. But other people can see your thoughts and stuff like that as well. And I think that there was a practical use for it at some point where they weren't sure where something was. And so they put the key inside that person's head and f- tried to find the thought, like, the memory that had. Man. What a weird show. What a weird comic book. It's it's trippy stuff. You know, this is written by Joe Hill, who is mm-hmm. Stephen King's son. Do you think he feels bad that he, he's Stephen King's son? Why would he feel bad that he's Stephen King's son? Because anytime somebody says, oh yeah, this is written by Joe Hill, you know, he's Stephen King's son. I mean, that's why he like changed his name to Joe Hill yeah. for, for this purpose. So yeah, probably a little. Yeah. He made like he made a name for himself before people figured out he was Stephen King's son. Son, though, sure. Maybe. Do you think? Do you think there's a point at which he just says, "Ah, fuck it"? Like, yeah, everybody knows who Joe Hill is. So either he needs to like have another name, mm-hmm. or just go by Joe King or whatever. Joe King, yeah. I'm sure he's probably fine with it now. People probably know that he's his son, but know what he can do. Yeah, he wrote. He's, he's, pr- he's proven himself. Yeah, I liked the shot of the kid riding Heelys through the house and they did the shining uh follow I don't know, is that a dolly? They follow him yep. with a dolly yep. through the house like the shining. Yeah. But he's on Heelys. That was hilarious. Yeah. Heelys are hilarious. Yeah. Was that guy's name Skull? Who? The guy who was like, that really is insufferable, like, hey Rocky Road. No, I don't think his name was Skull. The the guy at the ice cream shop. Yeah. Um, I don't think his name was Rocky Road. That doesn't sound familiar. Or his name was Skull. How much did you want to punch that guy? 
Um, he seemed harmless enough. Like I wasn't, um, un- like all that annoyed by him. I was annoyed by him. He was like, "Hey, Rocky Road, I'm calling you Rocky Road because you got ice cream, and your life is a rocky road." Yep. I mean, he was a bit of a dweeb. But yeah. I think that they they illustrated that uh, time and time again. Yeah. He was a bit of a, a dweeb and, and not maybe the most thoughtful about what he's saying to people. Yeah. His name wasn't Skull. I'm looking it up right now. Scott. Oh, I even had it written down right here. I just, it was independent. I think it just says Scott Cavendish. Scott Cavendish was his name. Oh. Okay. He might have gone by a Skull. Yeah. He would. He, I mean, it's him and his obsession with like horror movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Him and his and buddies go by the Savini squad. Savini squad i rolled my eyes so hard yeah oh boy and he charged three dollars for that scoop of ice cream that seems like reasonable for a scoop of ice cream it was like, like a dollar scoop of ice cream that, that was, like was a like, scoop of vanilla and a sugar cone that's a buck that that's a buck if you get it from mcdonald's that's not a buck if you go to an ice cream shop oh okay let's call up okay let's call up an ice cream shop okay and ask him how much a single scoop Hi, how much does a uh, small scoop of like vanilla ice cream and a sugar cone cost there? It would be, I think it's like three forty-five. Perfect. Pack and everything included. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yep. Bye bye. Bye bye. Suck on that. <laughs> All right, I stand corrected. <laughs> wow. It's it's like the the one-off mom and pop shops. Like if you're gonna draw people in with ice cream, like you're gonna have quality fucking ice cream yeah so it's gonna cost a decent amount i guess so how how much do you think that guy that just picked up was dreading what was on the other line like he was just waiting for somebody to be like i'm gonna need 90 scoops of ice cream prepared for me when i get in here in an hour and that's why it took so long for him to pick up he was just like i don't want to fucking deal with this today i don't want to deal with this at all and all i gave him was just like this easiest like softball lob question and then hung up and he was just like, Today, today's gonna be a good day. Thank you. Yeah, you made that guy's day. You got him started out on a good note. <laughs> Remember when he offered Echo Doritos and she's like, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I just I the the product placement in this was a little silly. <laughs> I was just waiting for her to like just be sitting down in the well, munching on a conveniently like positioned bag of Doritos, like just like asking for Mountain Dew. Yes, yes, basically. Do you have any uh, Dew of the Mountain? Yeah. Ooh. All right. What else you got? I d- I don't have anything else about the show. Are you going to keep watching it? Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep watching it. I midway through the show, I was annoyed by all the exposition with the keys. Um. But enough of the weirdness of the mirror dimension key or whatever was preserved from the the book that I was like, okay, I, I definitely want to see how they handle some of these. Although, from what I understand, the show does spend far too little time on the keys. So, hmm. um, I'll probably keep watching it too. Do we want to do like final thoughts on the show? Like, what are your final takeaways from the show? I, f- I feel like you're leading me towards something, and I'm not. I'm not following. I'm not leading you towards anything. I'm asking you what your like 
final thoughts and takeaways from the show are before we wrap it up? I think I just gave them, which is that, I mean, I'll keep watching. Is there more to the show that I should be taking away from this? I guess, I mean, I guess you, nothing is a fine answer. Yeah. Did, did you have takeaways from the show? No. Okay. This has been a thoroughly confusing conversation then. Is it? All I wanted to do was you, see what your final takeaways are. I had show. just okay. given my final takeaway and then you're asking for a final takeaway, I, which implies to me that I need to refine that takeaway and somehow I don't know how to refine the statement. Yeah, I guess I'll keep watching. Did you like the show? I just said. <laughs> I just said. Thank you for listening to the Episode 1 Podcast. Uh, check out our website. It's episode1podcast.com. That's spelled O-N-E. Or follow us on Twitter at Podcast Episode 1. And that's with the numeral 1. Or check out the Episode 1 Podcast Facebook group. You can use any of those to help keep you up to date on all of our episodes. Or leave a suggestion for a show we should watch. Um, if you like the show, please subscribe with your podcaster of choice. And make sure to leave a review. Um, I have reason to believe that we've got significantly more viewers than we've previously thought listeners. listeners um and so the fact that we only have seven like ratings and six reviews little baby podcast is starving <laughs> also eric can't get an erection no because of this. we we can't this is a we thing here last but not least big thanks to boz d for use of our theme song who's the cowboy thanks for listening everybody yeah